0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Good evening, welcome to Full Time Reds. It's me, Chris Brank. It's Matt, and it's Kev. So I finished Liverpool nil, Derby nil. Liverpool went through three two in penalties. We started a load of kids. We gave everyone a rest. All in all, just what you want from the League Cup. Are we all happy? <laughs>
2: Delighted, mm-hmm. mate! Absolutely ecstatic with that. I, I'm. I, when I was doing the show last night with Gav, I said I love the League Cup, and I love it for that reason. For tonight, because of who we got to see, how they played, how they reacted to you know being under pressure and how they coped with the full house and got a result over the moon. Absolutely
0: delighted with it. Matt, how did you find it? Yeah, it was great. You- uh, yeah, going going with the full kids at the start was, I didn't think we'd go that way. I thought Klopp would, uh, you know, have a few more senior players in there. I thought some guys would just want to play. Like I thought Mo would be knocking on his door asking to play in this game just to keep himself going because he's in good form. But, to see basically six kids out there, you know, in the midfield and attack, it was it was really interesting to see how they play. And you can tell that the way we play is, you know, drilled through the academy at all levels, that they're playing the same sort of movements that you see little triangles with the fullbacks and stuff like that. So it was good. Uh, and I, I was really excited to see Stefan Bacic play and was not disappointed. I thought he was fantastic.
1: Yeah, uh, as, as has already been pointed out by uh, Osen, uh Arsenal, Spurs, and Chelsea all out. You know, Newcastle may go for it big time, definitely if uh, United slip up against Villa tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, three big teams have gone out tonight. And I'll be honest, the only one that you might have expected was, well, it's, you know, City or Chelsea, That that's a bit of a tough one. But you would expect Spurs to go out, and you certainly would, and you wouldn't expect Arsenal to go out at home. So, look, it's an opportunity. For yeah. what he wants, um, so right. Let's talk about the lineup. Let's start. Let's start with the lineup, and then we'll go through. Because uh, I'll be honest, it it was a game in the first half of not many chances. So let's just talk about the team and what, what we thought about the team. So, Quiven in goal, no, no real surprise. He's yeah. he's the cup goalkeeper. It does, what he, it does what he does. What uh, he does. Ramsey started. Thought he was excellent. Really, really good. Good all round play. You know, strong. He, Deceptively tall as well, to be honest, yeah. for a fullback. He's six foot, isn't he? But he doesn't, yeah. the build of you don't think he is, but yeah, he's big lad, like any. So you can see why he's, he's, he's had groin pain issues. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Simicast, left hand side, stands up. What you want, yeah. everything you need. Uh, Phillips and Gomez, makes sense. Fourth and fifth choice centre backs. Uh, thought Phillips was solid, no real, no real complaints. You know, meat and potatoes defending. Nothing wrong with that. It's what you need against Derby. Gomez, shaky moments. We can't deny it. You know, he had the the one
2: blonde moment where he just like played that blind pass back that went back, went out for a corner. Yeah. And McGaltrick gave him a bit of a headache when he came on physically. But other than that, look, I thought he he led the line really well. Uh, And his distribution, he was always there. He was always an out ball. He was always safe on the ball when he had it. So it's kind of like what you want. The only thing that you notice that he doesn't have, and it's not his fault. You notice and you miss Virgil's passing range off that side. Now look, there's a re- Joe. You know Virgil's Virgil. Joe doesn't have that range, but he no. tried a few balls, and
1: you don't mind that. He's a decent passer. He's just not the level of Van Dijk. Yeah, of
2: course, he's not. No.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, who is? This? Who is? Jonathan saying it's all turning Spursy for Conte. We'll we'll come to that later because. Um... Yeah, I haven't seen any results, so I don't know. What oh, the story. Th- I, I don't three- know what any of the full time results were. Oh, I'll tell you them, Kev. Uh, Ars- oh, Arsenal for life's in the fan. Uh, there we go. Arsenal for life. Unlucky Derby. Uh, Arsenal <laughs> 1, Brighton 3. Just thought I'd put that in there. That was the first score that came up. Newcastle, went-, surprise, Newcastle went through against Palace, 3-2 on pens. Forest 2, Spurs nil. Southampton went through on pens against Sheffield United. Uh, West Ham went through 10-9 on pens against Blackburn. That's probably worth watching the highlights. Nice. Wolves beat Leeds 1-0. We went through and City beat Chelsea 2-0. Yeah. So, you know. That's quite good. Good game, good. really. So that's yeah. that's all all been good. So, anyway, so back four, it was kind of the back four. I think we pretty much all yeah, we all picked that that one, was the back yeah. four. Yeah. Now, look, I'll be honest, I thought Henderson and Jones would be involved because they both were on the bench at the weekend. But like you said, what we don't know is because of how thin the squad is at the moment with injuries and that, you don't know who's carrying what, and maybe they've just decided to have certain players, mm-hmm. and it's one this is one game too many, and they're just gonna have to sort of sucking up with the kids so Pajacic number six I thought he did well uh, did what you want your number six to do sensible passing you know good interceptions you know don't think I would say in the midfield we're a little bit one paced at times in the first half but yeah we are where we are um, Bobby Clark solid did alright you know still young you know definitely probably isn't ready yet for the first team but you can see so the Roy, there. He,
2: he likes a bit of time on the ball doesn't he and you find that with a lot of younger players but overall, his game—I thought he was tidy. I thought he was fairly tidy. Don't mind mm-hmm. that at all. And then, yeah, he up.
0: had a really good—he had a really good run in the first half, Bobby Clark, where you know mm. the the midfielder came in to just take him out, and he just rode the challenge and kept going with it, which I was really surprised by because he's a pretty small guy. You know, you could tell yeah, he's yeah. still got some filling out to do. So it was nice to see yeah. that he wasn't afraid to take on one of their midfielders and take the hit.
1: Someone's told me, dope. Uh, West Ham went out out on pens. Well, Sky Sports are saying West Ham win penalties. So um oh, do you know what? Sky Sports can't can't read. They actually finished West Ham nine, Blackburn ten, but they put West Ham went through. Even the Sky Sports apps having a, a dicky fit today's going on. Having well, <laughs> a mare bit like me. Um Chamberlain then. Um I thought he was really quiet and safe first half. Quite frustrated from the from a senior player. But I thought second half, I thought he post himself on the ball a bit more, you know, taking shots from distance. That's his game. Take shots yeah. from distance. And we'll talk about second half. You know, he, he put some really good, um, clever balls in too. You know, the likes of Elliot and that, who should, who probably should do better with them. I met a very, very young front three. So we had um, Leighton Stewart, who were, I'll be honest, I just felt Paul Lard was isolated. Don't, think he, got a, don't yeah. think he really got a kick, apart from the one big chance, which we'll come to. But, you know, he's a, he's a young kid. It's first time he's ever even been involved in squads, I think. Carvalho, lively in spells. Yeah. You know, nice first touch, but probably didn't quite grab the mantle he maybe hoped he would because he's he's technically a senior player. Yeah. And go on, Kev, what's the other winger called? Because I'm never... Uh, freundorf Fraund- but... Fraundorf. Fraundorf, who was quiet... I'll say quiet first half. But the 15 minutes in the second half, I thought he gave the, the left back a bit more of a, a problem. And much was very unlucky with a cross he put in for Carvalho. So, Matt, first half, nil-nil. Not many chances. Probably the best chance was probably uh, Leighton Stewart's uh, miss kick. I think we limited Derby to very few real chances, you know, like half chances and all that. How are you feeling half-time? Disappointed? What you expected?
0: Yeah, it was. I was I was pleased with the performance of the midfield because, you know, we've been having midfield issues so far this season. So to see a definite first time ever that Oxlade-Chamberlain, Bacetic and Bobby Clark had played together in a midfield three, uh, I thought they played, you know, a solid game. They kept the ball ticking over like we weren't getting overrun. We weren't losing the midfield battle, even if we weren't winning it. Uh, Chamberlain had the one nice chance about 15 minutes in corner from the left, came in the header out, fell to him, and his volley smacked it right off the stanchion. And, you know, gave everybody just that brief millisecond of hope that you we were going to see one of those Oxlade Chamberlain goals. But yeah, it, it felt like it was settling into a pattern towards the end of the half where the game seemed to slow down. You know, we have that chance from the turnover with Stewart, uh, just can't quite get the ball back into the net, but you know. It's a league cup yeah, third round game and we fielded a bunch of kids. So,
2: yeah, I think Costas yeah. had a half chance as well. He just couldn't sort his feet out quick enough. Oh, did, you know, so. that one did. Keeper, <laughs> did he he came so. off the keeper and he just like tried to volley it straight back at him. He just couldn't sort his feet out fast enough. But I thought I watched oh. the first half and I thought I was like oh. we were moving it really well. We just couldn't get it into a front man to play a one-two and move their center backs around. Other than that, we dominated the ball. And the, the one worry I had was when I, I watched these kind of games with the uh, under-21s, when they've played in the um, Johnson Payne Trophy League Oh, the
1: Papa Johnston. Papa, Papa, Papa Johnston,
2: yeah. They get out-muscled and outworked by by um, the lower league players, you know, and get blown off the ball. And tonight there was none of it. You know, we moved the ball well. But we just—it felt like in the first half, no one was prepared to make to take a risk to gamble. It was a lot of—it you know, was very safe. It was like it was I don't a, want to be the one to to make a mistake and get caught on the going the other way type of thing.
1: Yeah, it's what it's what you I know. call a It's academy football. Yeah, it's, it's nice and football nice by and pr- numbers. Yeah, it's nice and pretty. You're doing all the right things, but there's no impetus because it was that was really critical the first half. I thought was it, it was very one-paced, which made it easier for Derby to get. Back into you know a solid back four, get get back in numbers. Because let's be honest, the three lads we had up from, we're never gonna win a header. Because you know, yeah, are <laughs> against a load of giants, it's just not yeah. just not gonna happen. Uh John says sounds like a Harry Pop- Potter character. I think it means uh Freundorf. Freundorf has
2: been at the club for a while. You know, he's he's I think he's been at the club since he was fifteen. Yeah, I think and... like, I think Stuart's similar is there. I think he's been at the club yeah. since he was a kid as well. So it's he nice. One to of see the, him yeah, yeah, he was one of the first ones to come in under the you know the last lot of the uh, the academy kids to come in that with the Dutch kid who we sold on. I think he came in in around the same time.
1: Oh Hoover. Ooh.
2: Yeah, Hoover. and he's already played for Germany under nineteens. Um this is the thing I mean, someone put in the chat put earlier mm-hmm. on about you know you look at the Chelsea Academy kids and they're all bigger and strong. These really are kids. You know yeah, these yeah. really are the the kids a lot of these kids would have played in the under nineteen the Euro under nineteens so they're physically. I've got another two or three years before they're even considered first team, you know, for senior senior football. Even loans, you know, you could see the likes of Frondorf and maybe Ben Doke down the line. But uh, you know, in about two years' time, you might see these players going out and low when they're physically bigger and stronger.
1: But at the minute, they're they're just over there. Yeah, but I think that's what the league cups for the early round. Yeah, it is. is. Of course, it is. Yeah. You, you, you throw these kids in because then it's like it's a little bit sink or swim, but it's kind of then you take them back out and go, Right, now you learn. Now you've to learn that's the physical level you've got to get to. So, again, it, it gives them a blueprint to work from. And what the really, the really good ones. Talent will shine through. Uh, oh, yeah. David says Calvin Ramsey looks a very good player with the ball. Technically, I yeah, he was excellent tonight. Um, probably one of the best players in the pitch, to be fair. So, to be fair to Liverpool, that, that's another smart signing, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Super Dizzle saying, what's the deal with Cade Gordon? He's, yeah, he's a, injured. He, he picked a up a bad one, injury in pre-season. Yeah. I, I think they're saying is it jam Feb for they're even expecting back from yeah. the kids. So, unfortunately for Cade Gordon, I think this is just a bit of a write-off season for him in the um, in terms of the 1st team appearance. It's a shame, really, because he, yeah. he'd yeah done well. So, so second half, we come out, no changes, and you and me, Kev, we're having a bit of a... A WhatsApp chat, like we always do, and we're sort of thinking, How long do you think he leaves it for? He, ki- he throws the three main lads on that he had on the bench. So we all thought maybe the hour mark, but were a lot more lively in the first 15 minutes. I thought, you know, Fjordorf got a lot more into it, and he's determined to try and get Carvalho a header. It just didn't quite come off, didn't quite go for him. But Matt, how do you think Chamberlain did second half?
0: Really seemed to change his game almost. In the first half, he, he kind of seemed somebody in our telegram chat, I think at halftime, was saying that it's like he's trying to play like Tiago. You know, instead of picking the ball up and driving at the defense, he was looking for these little chips over the top and these intricate little passes. And that's not really his game. In the second half, it seemed like he reverted back to type a little bit more. And then especially once once Bobby came on, it felt like Chamberlain was freed up to move around the pitch a little bit more. Maybe that's just the injection of experience that was there. Uh, but, I mean, the second half started a lot better. I mean, five minutes in, Darby gets a good chance from a throw-in, cuts across, and ricochets off of Nat Phillips. There's not much he can do about it. And uh, Bird from them pulls a shot wide to the right. And then immediately we're back down the other end, and Chamberlain has a good shot that's deflected, and the keeper does well to get an arm on he it. Was.
1: Yeah. He did, well, he did well the keeper, actually, because he, he makes a couple of good saves. Mm. The other yeah. thing I'll give then, Phillips credit for is I think Derby had a breakaway quite late on, and it looked a bit of a three on one situation. And he's it was, was
0: literally per- immediately after, yeah, that. it was yeah. straight away was after, after that. On, yeah, like, literally his, 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 right his, after his position
1: was excellent because he's in the perfect place to make it difficult for that guy. He's going to fizz it really hard in front of him, which is going to make it easier for Kelleher, or he's going to try and take it on himself, you know, to get you know, because I, I, I look, I just think Phillips is just solid, that's all he is, but. I thought, you know, fair play. That was
2: intelligent. That's something what you'd see. That's something what
1: you'd see Virgil
2: do. Yeah, that's you know, where
0: you hide. Posi-
1: you hide, yeah. hide your weak, Hide your weakness and play
2: to your strengths. Yeah, uh, he positioned himself brilliantly for that. But it was um, the, the pace of the second. I I thought at that point the game's going to open up here. You know, yeah. and they were the first ones to make to make a few changes. Then we made ours and you could see the intensity and the quality straight away. The You could see the difference in levels between the likes of Harvey Elliott and some of the other kids, where Harvey gets his foot on the ball and he looks for balls. It was easier for him as well because, in fairness, he's looking for runs that Bobby makes and he's looking for runs that Darwin makes. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's easier for him, but at the same time, he does look for those balls. And his link-up play with... Um, with Ramsey, I thought from the start just looked natural. You know, first time these two would have played together in front of a crowd. You know, and not on a training pitch. It just looked easy for them. You know, it was like they they knew where each other were going. They knew where to be and when to be there. And the it, the pace of it just picked up that little bit more. Someone we'll said in the chat there earlier about Stefan Bajcic or I can't say. I just got to call him Stefan. That he he's this red he's a center back i think it was Lazlo. he is actually registered as a center back but as a defender a if you look online but i think he was a center back in his like in in youth football but he look he just looks like he's going to be a natural six you know <laughs> and he looks like he's got balls of steel as well you know he he loves having the ball and he does he doesn't care where he takes the ball
1: no, and isn't it's been it's having that bravery to take a risk when it because it, it, look it's not going to come off and look yeah a lot, a lot of times it doesn't do that but that to me is more what you want from a player is a player who will take a risk now as he gets older he'll learn when to do the risks and when to play it safe that comes with experience you can't you know that's just something he's going to learn but mm. I, I I liked him so that right, we then brought on the three first teams that were on the bench so Harvey Elliott came on. Uh, for Clark, which made sense because Clark, I think, it, I, I just think he ran his course a little bit. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: sure enough, came off. uh We brought on Firmino. Um, Stewart came off. who's isolated. And we brought on Nunes. We brought on Nunes. So he thought, oh, okay, that's what we do. And literally, probably within mm. a minute of coming on, great link up work between Bobby and Elliot. Flicked it through. And it's just ahead of Chamberlain. But yeah. You went. That's the that's the pace level. That's going to cause Derby issues. And then Skivox's is. Credit. Uh, he plays a wonderful ball, Kev, doesn't he? So, um, Elliot who...
2: You could just see it in, F- on, the, F- on the telly. You could just see the run. Uh, where the camera angle was perfect because the camera angle was right behind Harvey. And it was like, I'm going, I'm going. Look, there. <laughs> and he makes the run and the pass was perfect. It was almost a case of if Harvey was a step ahead, he'd have got his head on it and he'd have buried it. Yeah, you know, it was just he. It was by the time he got to the ball, it was he was almost too tentative to put his foot through it. And credit to the keeper, he got his hand out and because he, he was going the other way, he got his hand out, and it was a really, a really good save. I mean, from a guy, a keeper he's who good. was doing his his best uh, Jordan Pickford impersonation from about the third minute, you know, diving on the ball and what have you.
1: It's a cracking so, save to be fair to him. Yeah, you know, it wasn't he's, for the he's time going the wrong waste and
2: stuff. He, he he had a really good game. He did. You no, know, um, Matt's,
1: really well. Matt's put a comment on saying Klopp said after the game that the sale up sale won't have any impact on his future. Whatever happens, I am committed to the club. It's nice to hear, but I mean, yeah. we'll I see. Probably, You wouldn't really expect him to say yeah. anything else, would you? Yeah, you it, say- it, yeah. He's got
2: to project <laughs> stability in any future transfers that are coming in. That look. If I if I go to sign, we'll look. We, 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 we might chat about it later. Sorry, we've been told to give Matt a say. We don't want to.
0: No,
2: that's okay. No. Matt, Matt's got sharp <laughs> elbows, believe me. If Matt has got something to say, Matt is not... Matt will sharpen his elbows and blow the two Matt... of us out of the water and just like, won't uh, stop.
1: Matt also has the controls to stream yard, out know, so he could push move us <laughs> both as well. <laughs> he could <can> just move <laughs> the two of us and that be that. But yeah, on the Ewing Clock thing, Matt, I mean, ultimately he's a bit like us. He can't really say anything different until he knows if and when we're sold and who we're sold to. So until he knows all
0: that. Yeah. What do you what you're expecting Klopp to rock up at his press conference and go? I want Jeff Bezos and Jay Z to buy the team, or I'm out of here. Like it's it's not going to happen. Like he's nothing if not a company man, Klopp. He doesn't cause waves. If anything, he calms waters in his press conferences. Uh, You know, he's not the type like Conte to use his press conference to try to have a go at the owners or the players or something like that. So it's exactly what you would expect from Jurgen Klopp. Pure class.
1: Tina points out uh, the keeper got his first warning for time wasting 82 minutes. I mean, look, it's just. I don't we'll, we'll, get that. I wish we'll referees to... would
2: just walk up to him and book, book him. him. End of story. Because that solves it straight away. 50th minute, your time wasting booked. And that's it. It's done. You got five yeah. subs. If you want to dick about and get yourself sitting off, that's on you, kid. You were warned. You know, just don't go up and tell... There's referees, I watched them in, I don't know it was last season in the Champions League or in one of the European competitions. And he warned his keeper four or five times before he booked him. I'm like, what are you doing? Just go it's, and book him. That's the, end my, of this, that's the end of it.
1: It's my second biggest bugbear. My first one is still when there's a corner and the ref stops the corner and tells me, you two stop holding you or pushing him. Why? Don't warn him. Just give the penalty if you think it's a penalty. Yeah. What, I'll give it a free out the other a free yeah. the other way if you think it's a foul. It won't happen the second time. No, no, because as soon as it happens, you go, Oh shit, can't can't get away with this today. That's all you need to do. <laughs> so and um, Matt, probably the last five-six minutes, uh, he woke up. Uh, McGold, McGoldrick has a an opportunity, but he doesn't connect well with the header. And Bobby Grooz on the other end tries, you know, tries to get ahead and it's a it's another good save by the keeper, and you've Kevin already messaged me saying this feels like pens. And I was really annoyed that he was right as well. Yep,
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, Ramsey put a good cross in for that chance that Firmino had, you know, great, great work by Bobby to get in front and get that ball on net. Good save by the keeper. Wild Smith. That's a great name, you know, so keeper gets, keeper gets some credit for having a good name. Uh, I just, before we hit the 90th minute mark, there's just another, (laughs) another example of Ramsey's defense. I thought his strength and body positioning At right back. Maybe it's just because of the Trent context, and we live in that world where we overly examine every defensive action taken by our right back. But I thought he was strong, smart, like didn't panic with the ball, you know, wasn't hoofing it out. Uh, It was a really impressive performance for me. But I mean, the highlight of the last few minutes is like Wayne Rooney doppelganger coming on.
2: Matt, there was no need to be that vicious with Chris. I mean, for God's sake.
0: How'd he goes. I mean. <laughs> Howdy he goes. He's gone. There'll be no more of him. I,
2: well, I apologize, my overlord, boss, master, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, no, but yeah, kind of no. It, the
2: it, it, to me. from about the last ten minutes, it felt like pens. It just did. Uh, unless, yeah. unless we were going to get you know a goal from outside the box or a deflection or something would break for us. And it just never did. And the most important thing, look, the most important thing of the whole tie tonight, just get through. It doesn't matter. You know, it was more important to get through because of the changes we made, because I want to see more of these kids in the next next round, because the next round for this competition is straight after the World Cup before the league comes back. So odds are, you're going to see the bulk of this core playing again with some of the players who with the players who haven't gone just to try to get minutes back into their legs again for the start of the league campaign to go over christmas and the new year so
0: yeah
2: i mean it was i think we all over the 90 minutes we dominated the game but we really i think we only really created two half chances you know, two good chances, but that were, you know, that was it. You know, the Elliot one and the Stewart one. That was it. Yeah. See, Chris, have you learned uh, your lesson now? Yeah, yeah you're going around with Matt. Uh, uh, you're
1: going pricks. you <laughs> can Sorry, uh, I, just so you know, the reason I'm really excited about tonight is I've just spoke to my my nine-year-old daughter who actually went tonight. So she's going to get to us a minute. So I actually gave up my, my ticket, so she went with me, me dad. So I've just had a very excited nine on ringing me to explain how great it is watching penalties and how easy it is watching penalties. Uh-huh. So so that's the reason I was really on pins for tonight. thing. I just want me I just me to, to see a win. Yeah. So I was made up for it. So like, there's that, and I just don't like you two anyway. So fucking yeah. <laughs> I sprayed links and everything.
2: What's
1: what and, uh... like? <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about penalties because you are we'll talk about Wayne Rooney Doppelgangers and oh dear. There we go. Yeah, I mean so, in
2: all fairness, you had Dobby coming on and you had the second reincarnation of Rooney, isn't it? it was cousin? like, isn't it? What the hell? Though? It was like there was so much stuff written in the stars for tonight. You know, you're going to have players on loan from Everton coming to Anfield to get their first senior goal.
0: Yeah,
2: and Liverpool <laughs> get knocked out on the night that we the club's up for sale and the club's in turmoil and yada yada yada.
0: The narratives yeah. were there, just waiting. Oh to be god, grabbed. they were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, Chris Cole,
1: I love that. it's just an the impression. Fucked <laughs> up. That's it. I thought Sam Tandy before said I thought my uh I thought my stream had free, frozen and realized it was just a keeper time wasting. That's how bad
0: he was. He was good at <laughs> it. He was good at it. was a him, moment though. in there's a moment in the first half. The the ball went into our right back corner and Ramsey went back and he won the ball back and he tried to exchange passes with Nat Phillips. And Nat Phillips ends up on his back and plays the ball with an overhead kick, which is like that's just perfect. It's up there with a Cruyff turn at the San Siro and a bloodied head bandage sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, just something about that, Phillips.
2: Emmett yeah. made a comment there, and he was Emmett is bang on, as oh, Emmett so. as Emet usually is. Yeah, you know, really enjoy go, these type of games. Don't go overboard. Look, really enjoy these type of games. No real pressure on us winning. You get to see the younger lads. The Big difference. It was if it's and he's right. If the senior players were playing. And you get dragged into penalties oh, with the senior it. lads on, then you're looking at the Saturday game and you're like, everything and anything is going through your head. But as it stands tonight, everyone got to run out. And the penalty, I mean, when it comes to the penalty shooters, were you confident going into it? Yeah.
1: Uh, fairly confident. Yeah. Uh, well, of course I. Kevin Ball said, sorry, Jonathan said to Kevin Ball, typical Everton, even when they're not playing, they're losing. I mean it's <laughs> it's it's quite it's quite a skill that because you know it's fair very... So be honest, what would your what were you expecting the f- the first five to be? Because I'll be fair, Bajetti my... not on my list. I think no ball, balls are steal by kids kid to so go, I'm taking one. Yeah, you know.
2: And uh, give me just give me the ball. You know, that's what I loved about him. And uh, you could see it through his performance all the way through the game. But then to say, yeah, uh, I want to take one and give me the ball, I'll take the first one ahead of the senior players who were on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Dina points like out.
1: I like that a lot. Chris, you'll kick and tell the mates in 15 years' time. Uh, she's seen Ben Doke before the Ballon doors. Uh, have we spoken about Ben Doke? No, we didn't. We, but we will do. I'm glad we that will do. that. We'll come, we'll come back to him. So what, your, what were you expecting the five to be then? And then we'll talk about the pens. Go on, Matt.
0: Uh I, I would have thought Firmino would have stepped up early, like probably the first one. Darwin, I was expecting. Simicast, I thought, would go back in there because mm. he's showing that he's got the he's got the stones to take a big penalty in the cup. Uh Elliot I was expecting to go. And then I was thinking that Ben Doak was gonna have a say in the uh in the penalty shootout.
1: I expected Chamberlain to take one of the first five because he's done quite a few of these league cup shootouts. And to be fair to uh Jim, his penalty technique's pretty good. Yeah. And I think his record at is pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, so so first pen comes up, the keeper's pretty much stood next to Bajetic when he saves it, which is apparently all right because he gets warned after he saves it. Don't do it again.
2: Yeah, hell. <laughs> do you know what I mean? this Didn't is why did? VAR is so important. And if you have it, if you're playing at a Premier League ground and you have the technology there, fucking use it. It's a line decision because. The the linesman was obviously fucking told that he, you know, the keeper went on a wander, you know, have a word with him. And the worst of it was, it was his own fault. The keeper was stood behind the line. So not only do you have to concentrate to make sure your foot is on the line before you make the save, you have a player taking a penalty from 12 yards away at the same time. I mean, that's brain dead to me. But, you know, he makes a save, he gets away with
1: it, and the pressure's on. Because you're thinking, one nil down. Fuck's yeah. sake. Here we go. Hulham's coming up thinking, remember for his villa days, are strike of the ball. It's not the best penalty, but no. fuck me, Keller, he just saves pens, man. He just he's just got I think but he's if, got he McGaldrick
2: must... gets the scores the first one, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ashley Ashley L pointed out earlier. Fun fact, Keller Keller has more pen shootouts for than any other goalkeeper, and he's only got like 18 appearances. I mean his record in penalty shootouts is ridiculous. He's, yeah, uh, it is. I was actually more confident in the League Cup final of Heymann goal than Anderson, I was of Adelson, because I just am. Yeah. You know, but it's look, it gets the right way, saves it. And you think, fine, fuck for that. Right. Back to 1 1. So we think, right. Bob, uh, Ox steps up, leathers it. Absolutely leathers it. Yeah. Keep it. No keeper saving that. You sort of go, nah. right. Yeah. Okay. Back Normal levels. service resumed then. Normal service resumes. Uh, and then the next penalty takes ever is Craig Forsyth. Top save. And yep. you're, thinking, uh, you're thinking, right, here we go. Bobby's stepping up, 2 and up. <laughs> All's well with the world. And he and he um, does a bit of a Chris Waddle, really, doesn't he? Yeah, and he waddles. He's, po- yeah, he he's pointing at someone in the crowd. Don't know what he's pointing at. I mean, he keeps a mile off his line as well. No, but...
2: I, I'm convinced that that's what he was pointing at. He was pointing at the keeper way off his line when he struck the ball, but it doesn't matter. If you strike the ball and it misses the target, the keeper could be stood next to you giving him your phone number. It doesn't matter. If it's on target and he saves it, you'll get the retake. If it scores, it counts. So all Bobby had to do there was get it on target. And for whatever reason, his foot didn't slip or anything. He'd done the stutter and he's done that technique a few
1: times before. It just went over the bar. Yeah. I couldn't lose my shit over it. It's just one of those. So then Selby stepped up, who actually did, I thought, a decent game, actually. Uh, the left back fan. Good pen. Kit Keller's got no chance with that. It go- goes the other way. Yeah. Uh, and then Darwin, who's getting a- abuse, Was it you just a shit, Andy Carroll? I mean, the Derby fans are just. Yeah, all the old all, favorites all, came out. All, now, the, hit, it. all the hits All the hits came out from, you know, Derby. So, you know, bless you. Oh, it. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh Keeper probably should save it. To be honest, it's right at the corner. It's very close to the corner. But I almost first time I hit it, I thought I thought the keeper got it. Relief when he relieved the admins, He thought right.
2: It was
1: perfect. Okay. And then, as Matt was talking about the story, the story's written. Everton loney, Dobby steps up, Matt, and
0: what a save! Yeah, sorry, sorry, House Elf. I mean, I believe that is the proper technique, you know, to trail with your you know your weak hand when you're diving that way and I mean what a save strong strong hand I I said before the penalty started into the chat I said I I like Kelleher to save one and I was thinking at least one but I mean three quality saves the last one just the absolute pick of the bunch great save
1: yeah and then Elliot another youngster wins it a bit like last bit um but like uh the one a few years ago against Arsenal, it was that was Jones's moment. That's fairly that's what you need. That's a big big game, another big game moment yeah. that you've taken advantage of.
2: And it was the fact that he was the one who was given the fifth penalty, you know, he was the one given the responsibility to see it mm-hmm. out. Because look, if you're down to take number five, it's all on you, you know. And we got into that position to to win it. And the pressure was all on him. And I've seen it before a few times. We've had these discussions on penalty shooters and left-footers taking penalties. They just look all kinds of wrong. Yeah. I was calm, as you like, with him taking that pen. I just think his technique of striking a ball is really good and felt complete confidence in him. And Went in, ran off, celebrations, everything, love it.
1: Yeah. Isn't it weird watching a penalty shoot for Liverpool and, and James Milner's not taking first pen? It's so busy, <laughs> it, it's so weird. <laughs> I think yeah. that's why I was nervous. I think that security blank off. But we always go one nil look because James Miller takes it. So it's uh, that's the worry you always have, right? Brings a comment from uh Jono because this has appeared in the chat. And Look, I think this is just always going to be a conversation. Some agree with this, some don't. Jono uh, Keller Lee's Keller next summer, and the soon are a buyback clause. Uh, too good to be a backup. And uh, I've seen a few like Dino saying why we're we trying to sell off our players. I don't think we're trying to sell him off. I think it's more that. He's such, a good, he's such a good keeper. And is he going to be happy playing cup games and the occasional league games if Alison gets an injury? Because he's a very, very good keeper. I mean, look, as a selfish Liverpool fan, just keep him because, you know, what a player to bring in. But it's how much you can keep him. So, what, what are you thinking, Matt? And Arnold Chill says if I was Julian Wood, I wouldn't say any bit below 50 million for Keller, homegrown goalkeeper of his quality at that age, uh, you're laughing. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's the, home, the homegrown thing. And you just don't worry when he's
0: in goal. I, well, I don't anyway. No, it's it's so nice. It, Adrian, you know, good servant to the club. But I, it just puts a shiver down my spine when Adrian has to play for us. And I don't get that feeling with Kelleher at all. Very calm on the ball, like everything about him. Commanding looks big in the net and everything like that. Uh I don't know if we get 50 million for Kelleher because I, I agree with the comment you had up. I think it was from Jono about having the buyback clause put in there simply because he's homegrown. You know, if you, if you can have a homegrown goalkeeper on your team, that ticks one of those boxes that you have to tick every year, you know, all your lineups, you don't have to worry about it, but I don't think time is on his side. I think his age and his time to go off and be the number one goalkeeper somewhere will be, Well, Allison is still our number one goalkeeper here. If we have to sell them and we can get 15, 20, 25 million for them, that's fantastic because we've built a pretty good little goalie factory at our academy. You know, we've got a a fair number of pretty highly regarded goalkeepers in the pipeline. And if we don't have a tyrant that has trillions of dollars to give us unlimited spending, we have to sell players. And some of the players you can sell, backup goalkeeper is a pretty good one.
1: Or you could do the Red Steve approach, Kevin, and sign up for a decade and just let him be miserable. <laughs> no,
2: I think the uh, the best one that I've seen, bar none, was what Chelsea did with Thibaut Courtois.
1: Where
2: they, they put him on a, to Atletico Madrid for a two-year loan. Emma's uh, just, just said the same thing. I think you yeah. read the comments. No, I, I said... I, I, I thought this would be the way that we should be going for a good while. It just makes the most sense. I want him long term if he carries on the way he's going to be the long term successor for Allison. Give him every chance to be the long term successor for Allison. Plus the fact he's a corkman and I'm desperate for him to succeed. <laughs> but he's not going to be the Republic of Ireland's number one as long as he's a number two at Liverpool because Gavin Bazunu will be playing week in, week out at Southampton. Well, and he's in going, the
0: champion in the championship. He's
2: in yeah, the like, Republic of Ireland, it doesn't matter. He's doing well. He's a good keeper. But um, let's not start that chat
1: where we've got to play them in about four days. No, but, he, but Jesus,
2: where, Gavin man? Bezuna is a really good keeper. Kelleher needs to go somewhere and play week in, week out and prove himself. It's all well and good coming in and doing it in a cup game where he's literally had nothing to do tonight but stand and go for penalties. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he's, he's had the quietest night he'll ever have in his life and he needs to
1: play. Yeah. I mean, Sam Tan does make, does make a good play. He also has, has to stay fit. He, he does seem to pick up a lot of uh, any random injuries. But yeah. He's been a bit unlucky with some of the injuries he's picked up, which doesn't also help either. So, let's look to the other chats. Uh, right. Before we get, go on to the highlight of the, the game, Chill says, can we show some love for Canati, who's been named in the French squad? Which, fair play to him, because I, I thought he'd missed out on the French squad because of that injury came at the worst possible time. But chosen. For Fana
2: getting injured...
1: Helped. Leicester helped. Chelsea. Or, uh, Le- Leicester, yeah, Chelsea
2: helped. The fact that he's in, and I think the fact is also that it's a 26-man squad, not a 23-man squad, and he was in the last couple of squads as well. So, yeah, it, it, I'm delighted for him because it'll give him a massive confidence boost. And he just looks... I think he looks He look brilliant in a France... Centre back partnership with William Saliba. <laughs> you know, you put the two of them nope. at centre back with um, your man at Bar- uh, No, the guy at, um, at Barcelona, Jules Conde. Oh
0: then, yeah.
2: Then you're talking like serious centre back. Yes, <laughs> centre back options for the next decade for France. Uh, but yeah, he he's done really well. But the one I really want to talk about is uh, Ben Doug.
1: Yeah, I so, mean, Kieran Thorne for, uh, said doke for the '90s fans is Kanchelskis reincarnated. Yeah, he's just so exciting, and he? he's 16. Yeah, Matt a first
2: because we talked. Yeah, much. yeah, we talked too much.
0: I I don't get the Kanchelski's reference. That's a little bit before my time. So I'll let one of you guys uh, reminisce Still about. Matt. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that you're that much older than me. It's just that I didn't get into it until I was an adult, whereas you guys have had football in your lives the whole time. So uh I Doke was great with the exception of I think it would be his second touch. His first touch, he stood his man up, went past him with the burst of speed, and then he tripped over his feet. Uh that that wasn't great. You know, he beat his man in the box and couldn't get the ball from under his feet and it went out harmlessly for a goal kick, but quick. Like, quick over a short distance. He seems to have, like, the balls glued to his foot. He's got bundles of confidence, obviously, from banging in the goals and, the Mm -hmm. you know, for the unders. Just happy to go and take a run at somebody. And it's there's something about young attacking players. It's just that much easier to just get slotted in. Like, Manchester United can throw 17-year-old Garnacho in on a Premier League game. And he didn't look too out of place because, you know, if the ball comes to you, you go and do that thing you've been doing as the best player on your team for your entire life so far, little kid. And yeah, he did good. So hopefully this bodes well for him in the future that the schedule, uh, works around so that he can make a few more appearances for us, you know, on the bench and get a few more minutes with the first team. Cause he sure looks a player. It does. Yeah. Uh,
1: red Steve oh. and Matt basically called them pensioners. He, he did. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have words off air about that. And as Dino says, he looks more physically developed than Clark and he's and he's 16. I mean, 17 in like,
2: He's yeah, seventeen. He's, in A couple of days. Yeah, um,
1: but he, he's just a kid though. He's ridiculous, oh yeah, though.
2: he's still learning his game, and the fact that he's already he'd already made two senior appearances for Celtic before mm. he come to us. You know, it just showed how much Celtic were desperate to keep him. Um, I still don't. I'm sure he's left footed. I'm nearly convinced he's left footed. And yeah, but he's he uh, a he's not afraid of his right. He can go on his right, and he was confident to go on his right, and he. He kept doing it, he kept standing. His that and was it what's his name, Selby or Selbia yeah. Sibley? Sibley, yeah. that was his name. And he was highly rated, you know. He was name checked in the press conference yesterday by, um, by what's his Pep name, Linden. 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 yeah. So he might make it into the second book, you never know. But <laughs> it was, um, Deflation, it's called. He just looks to have that bit of arrogance about him. You know, that I'm I'm going to be someone. You know, just look at me. Give me the ball. Look at what I'm going to do. Kavaric
0: Scalia has that sort of energy too, yeah. doesn't he, for a young kid? Yeah, he
2: does, for a young kid. Yeah. And he's probably three years ahead of where Ben Wilk yeah. is. You know, three, four years ahead. Literally. Yeah, the future's bright for him. I, 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 thought, I was hoping he might start tonight. You know, but that's just me being greedy because I want to watch him. Hmm. Um,
1: I think that's the I right role care. for coming off yeah. the last 15s in games. I think that yeah. gives him time to target <clears throat> defences, show his yeah. ability. I mean, I don't uh, care if well, we never see pleasure. him again this season. Yeah.
2: You know, but it's like I'll go out of my way to make sure I can watch the uh, under tw- the under 19s in yeah. Europe again when he's playing. They won last, they won tonight, didn't they? They're not 23. So the under oh, 21s are playing against uh, Dinamo Zagreb. I don't know how yeah. it went 2 0. They won. Oh, that's good. That's no. good so, because that's the European Premier League, I think. It's not yeah. a Champions League game, it's a different competition.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, the other news a couple of points in the chat is it's good news for Canati, but Ekred uh, Manny looks like he might be out of the World Cup, which is. Um, Bit of a blow for bit of a blow for him, you know, because yeah, you don't want to force Unfortunately, too many of to them getting this now. I thought getting yeah. injuries just before this world. I, I, I think work with it
2: Sadio, up. it depends. He's got to have a scan, I think, in the next day, day or two. I think if he'd be okay for the knockout stages, Senegal will take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they'll take a punt on him because of who he is. If it was anyone think- else, they probably wouldn't.
0: I think he's going to play if his legs not falling off.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't. He's got he, to be looking at it, knowing
0: it. It's probably his last World Cup, where he's going to be at you know the height of his powers to help drag his country over the line. Like I can see him really pushing hard for it, and Senegal picking yeah. him. I mean, he's their best player.
2: Yeah, I think he'd be. It depends on the injury and the severity of it. He'll do all he can to make sure he's he's right. If you're Byron, you're climbing the walls. But the difference is. Bundesliga isn't back until I think the 18th of January, so even post World Cup, he'll have a really good recovery mm-hmm. and be ready for the second half of the season. So yeah, if he if there's any remote possibility that he can go, I think he goes. Yeah. But I think tomorrow is when the England squad is announced.
1: There's a lot of squads announced today. It's, it's- <laughs> Is this the normal squad or is this the stupid 55 man squad? No, range? no, no. This Which is the, people, call... this is I, I never... the
2: third squads now, the 26. I
1: never saw this 55 man squad. No, nobody did. Declare. It was just like something that went out into the perhaps
2: just realized it was a stupid idea. Yeah. You know, what, but what yeah,
1: does. no, the England are naming us. Do you expect Trent to be in it? I think so. Yeah. What, now they've already leaked that Reese James has been told he's not going to be risked. Uh I think if he's going to risk a sense uh a fullback, he probably would. Edge towards Kyle Walker because he could play centre back as well, and yeah. he's got more tournament experience. It's unfortunate for Riché because he was playing pretty well. I think Trent goes. I'm not sure he'll play. You know, I think Henson no. goes, but I think Henderson is yeah. going to be brought on as as an impact. So yeah. I've got a feeling they're going to name Calvin Phillips, which I do think is a bit weird because I he's think barely, he's barely played because he's been injured. Yeah, Why, but, but I
2: think Southgate will trust him, uh, mm. and it's just a case of if he's if. If he's anywhere near fit, then you take him because you're only going to really take four centre mid centre mids. Yeah. You know, the other two, the other two or three would be attacking midfielders, mm-hmm. you know. So you could probably take a gamble on one. And if that one is Phillips, Phillips, who Southgate likes and uses a lot, then he will. He probably doesn't start ahead of Jude Bellingham, but he'd be an option maybe for the last game if you're already through. You know, I think they'll win their first two games and their last game is against Wales. You play him and Henderson, like you know, and you wouldn't feel yeah, you, know, you wouldn't be too that. worried about that.
1: It'd be interesting if someone like a, a Madison's picked, because look, he I should both, be. I'm I'm not I'm Madison he's all right. I am not a massive Madison fan, but he's he's, he's the informed forward. player. He's, he's, he's an informed it. player. And sometimes you've got to go with the informed player. Like you know, I don't think told is gonna get picked because of the, the rumour that's come out in the press. But he's, he's in form, so he, he probably yeah. should go, you know. So that's the bit, but I've got a feeling he'll just pick his favorites. I mean, ironically, you know, they're all talking about a player that'll cost them like a Cosmo in a knockout stage. They've got him, he's called Eric Dyer. That's-
2: <laughs> Eric Dyer, Connor Cody, and the fact that uh, Tamori is sat at Milan and he's probably won't get a look in. I think it's a scandal, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with Sam Tandy, Southgate won't pick Madison because he's not picked him in the earlier squads. And the mm-hmm. thing is, the way England line up with that five, 5 2 3 or whatever you want to call it, similar to Conte, where would
1: you play him? I just think he's a. I always think if you, I'd take him. I was like, I was like, there's sort a of place you throw for the like last 20 minutes or yeah. half an hour. You go, you one nil down. Need yeah, I, I, I that's get the what, argument of why you that's take. That's you him. need. That's why. That's why you take him. I, yeah.
2: I, 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 get that sounds... argument, but I, I, look at what Southgate is going to do, rather than what I think he should do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think Southgate will look at it and he'll be like, "I don't, I don't trust you." I bring, he bring someone that trust. has already played for him, and he will you'll mm-hmm. live and die by this decision, you know. But I think Southgate, irrespective of what happens, unless he goes on to win it.
1: Be gone at the end of this World Cup. Yep, I think, I, I think he's gone by the end of this World Cup, regardless. Personally, but I mean, but England winning it's not not for me. I think there are far too many better sides in England. So, mm. but anyway, enough of that England God, I know so, yeah.
2: I talk, plenty, There's loads of stuff to chat about with the World Cup and stuff. But look, tonight is about the kids. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, rest of the week, then we've got night off tomorrow because Matt can't be bothered doing a viewers' voice. No, pretty much, that pretty much the rule. Of that Friday <laughs> night, it's uh, the last Premier League preview uh, mm. until after the, until mm. after the World Cup, so it'll be me, Kev, Luke, and Matt—the four of us. We just thought because last one, we'll do that. We'll get Matt and Luke's opinion of the news that broke early in the week. To be fair, I've had me say Kev's had his say, so you know, let, let somebody else have the say on it, and then we'll carry yeah. on talking about football. Saturday, we'll do full time Reds. Um, is it all three again? More than, exactly. more than likely. Yeah, more than likely. And then, yeah. flat back four on Sunday, and then, after that,
2: uh, um, there would be, ed- Monday. No anything could happen.
1: God knows. Ed- anything could happen. We could we could
2: be sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or oh, yeah. We could Probably. be sold,
1: or maybe I'll write a quiz just to really upset everyone. But, but you know
2: what was really nice about today? I didn't give a shit about anything. The, I was just looking forward to the game tonight. I, I don't know about anyone else, but, there's going to be a lot of talk and a lot of gum flapping about this now online for the next however long. But the reality is, don't expect to hear a peep out of anything for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then maybe during the World Cup, you might see something. You might not. I don't
1: know. But yeah. and if you if you look if you're local and you're not asked about the World Cup, um, LFC women, I think, have got from. End of November, uh, four straight home games uh, in the in the County Cup and also in the also in the WSL. So that's something to watch. <laughs> are you are you being naughty again, Matt? No, 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 no. No, we <sighs> well, might we I, might, I, might
0: we might do a watch along of some nature documentaries with Keith just to show him that he would not win a fight against a giraffe. In fact, he yeah, and, so and I really kids
2: don't, kids. don't I really don't fancy Gav's chances against kangaroos.
0: No, I don't I like really disadvantages. If you don't
2: if you don't know, if you're listening to this and be like, what the hell are they talking about? What are they on about? Go back to one of the shows last week. I think it was Gavin Keith. Random Chats. Just enjoy.
0: Yeah. Put it on uh. play
2: and just enjoy. Is one of the they best talk guys. about
0: they talk about Darwin Nunez after about ninety minutes, so yeah, <laughs> they rounded off with some football at the very end.
2: Yeah, yeah. Red Steve is dead right. I mean, baby giraffes are six foot plus. I mean, I can't imagine Keith is anything more than five foot eight
1: standing on heels. So yeah, <laughs> cool. Which he is known to do. And the last one is our charity, Lydia. I real I said her name wrong. I apologize. I got a name wrong. For her battle with uh, endometriosis, it's um. How much do we know how far are we are off the office now? Too? I think we're not far. We're now, are we? Thirty thirty
0: eight hundred pounds, and then the the total's been raised to sixty two hundred. The family got some more information about what the total costs were going to be for the procedure. So it's up from five thousand to sixty two hundred, but it's absolutely yeah. motoring along. So,
1: look, we've done this before. So if you can donate, donate details in the description below. If you can't, just share it because. You don't know who who that will reach, and you might find someone. And as Kev always says, the fives and the tenors is what will get you there. So Mm. just if you can't donate, because, look, we know times are hard at the moment, just share it around, and then, look, let's try and get this uh, ladies some treatment because, you know, it's a horrible illness to to have to deal with. But 100%. One thing, Chris, before we go,
2: will you throw up Ashley L's last comment there? Ashley L. Oh, God,
1: you're getting bossy now, aren't you? I am, yeah. Uh I think it's a really
2: good interesting comment.
1: This one. Yeah. Do you want to read that out? And Mac and Klopp. Chelsea got that. Chelsea got sold. We are looking for investors. It is completely different. As far as I know, FSG are looking for investors, and that makes sense. Whatever happens, I'm committed to the club.
2: Okay. Yeah. What do you think of that? I, because I, that's if they're in quote marks, and that's what he said. That's a just... And a whole different spin on it if he's been told something in October. Apparently, Linda's come out in the press conference yesterday saying that they were informed that something was happening back in October. And then he's come out and made this statement tonight. Probably asked a question, and you know what Klopp's like. You'll answer it. And he's straight. Yeah. You know, so what would you your initial thoughts be on that when you look at because you know American sports and American sports investors more than most. So is it likely that Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan would be, Morgan Stanley would be involved in something like that, where they were looking to get direct investment into the club?
0: I Even direct investment into the club. Like if you look at like the Redbird deal, it's still, you know, $750 million.
2: Yeah. You know, that's not, that was into thing. FSG as a whole.
0: Yeah. But I mean, if you're looking at selling 20% or 25% of Liverpool Football Club, you're, you're talking a billion, you know? So even if it like, it doesn't like listen to your guys' shows, like, I don't think just necessarily it has to be a full sale just simply because, you know, they've got these offer books or whatever they're called offer sheets from these big banks and stuff like that. Even if it's only a partial sale of the team, the team's valued at a shit ton of money. So mm. there's a lot of money involved, and if there's ever anywhere that there's, you know, a billion dollars floating around, you know that one of these big banks is going to get their mucky fingers in there eventually. Mm. So that yeah. doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, Klopp coming out and saying anything that kind of directs how the story is going to get played is a bit surprising to me. I'm surprised he didn't flat bat that one and, you know, just deflect and go on to the next question. So mm. I Nobody's really any of the wiser because I mean, we've been on here, so you we've been away from our Twitter ITKs, but I'm sure the geniuses on Twitter have it all sussed out for us by the time we get off. So,
1: yeah, I mean, because hmm. it, it does contradict was it the Boston Globe who were saying, you know, that Wayne got which option to do sell it completely or sell or sell a, a stake in it. And look, the Boston Globe is basically owned by John Henry, so, it,
0: it, it literally is owned by so, John
1: yeah, so yeah, it, you kind of know who the source is. If that's actually Emmett's
2: making a really interesting point there. Yeah, an investor can buy a controlling share, which essentially is new owners.
1: Yeah, that's it. Where FSG still a minority
2: involved. stakeholder in the club, uh, like Redbird are with it with the FSG group. So, FSG could be, you know retain an interest in the club while giving up say 50.1 percent of the equity within the club he also made the point that uh, they were looking to buy in you know to add an nfl franchise Thank they you. can't afford to buy the washington commanders if jeff bezos gets into the ring
0: no yeah no somebody yeah. earlier said that fsg has been kind of linked with an nba franchise uh, expansion into las vegas and I believe there's some legs to that because LeBron yeah. James wants to be an owner once he's retired and yeah. LeBron James is in with FSG. So it only stands to reason that because LeBron, I don't think would have enough money to, you know, fund yeah. the whole operation himself. So
2: yeah, the rumors, uh, I think it was Dino was saying there, uh, the rumors that they need a billion to regenerate family power that will come from within Boston Red Sox own funds. That's no big deal. The thing is when they redevelop Fenway they have to do it with, because Fenway is like a listed building in the same way as a lot of buildings are in in the States. They can only do so much, especially given the, but what they want to do is build a hotel. Kind of like what um, Chelsea did. They want to build a hotel and restaurants and Mm. like basically build a Red Sox park.
1: Yeah, make it a complex. You know,
2: make it a com- yeah, exactly. And the, But they'll be able to do that within the Red Sox without having to look outside. I mean, there's a lot of names flying about. The one that uh, piqued my interest was um, the guy who owns the LA Clippers. Um, oh, yeah, you were talking to me about Steve, Steve, person, Steve Ballmer? It. Yeah. If, if he was anywhere near serious, that could be really interesting. Because this guy's net worth would <coughs> put him above what the Man City and Newcastle owners is. And he he'd be really interesting. But yeah. it's all ifs, buts, and maybes, and yeah. who knows. It's all, what it's all the story is.
1: I mean, John was saying I don't get why a new investor would want efficient hangar, it's like living with your ex. It There's, depends on the situation. if it say it's Steve Bulmer, who's ran... Sports franchises. Yeah, not been involved in football, and we saw when FSG first came in when they weren't involved in football, made a lot of mistakes, mis- lots yeah. of missteps of how things are done in that sport. So they may just have, to, you know, it's almost like I run the show, but you almost use them as a bit of a your
2: expertise
1: a consultant here for a couple of years.
2: Yeah, you know, because ultimately, you-
1: if, if you're the controller <clears throat> stakeholder, and if you're manager, they, they can't stop you doing whatever you want to do because. Yeah. They don't have that power that's that's the point of you running it but that's but the, the that's other side to it.
2: it is people can like it or lump it as far as i'm concerned fsg when it comes to the commercial side of football are really good mm. they really do know how to maximize commercial revenue and get the big get the best commercial deals that they can for the club out of it so if you want to retain that expertise it would make sense for someone to come in and keep that you know if and it would also make sense for fsg as a group to retain an interest in liverpool football club because it's a cash cow they'll never get another chance liverpool is still one of the biggest global brands in world sport so and they'll never get a chance to own something like this again you know unless they go out and Try to buy the Boston Celtics, you know, mm. or the LA Lakers, you know, because that's the kind of parity you've got with American sport as to a globally recognised brand as Liverpool are. So,
1: yeah, we don't. John, we I am with Jonathan here. Eve where I can't wait till it's done. Bored of speculation. Oh, yeah. It's already been two days, in. yeah, I must admit, hundred uh... percent, Jonathan, hundred percent. I mean, but, I, I, join I, us I,
0: on Friday as we talk about this some more.
1: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, two, two of us will be talking about well, me and Cam. We've said our bit. Yeah, we'll just talk about the football. Once I'll be quiet. I no. won't say a word. We'll see how that lasts. It
0: won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, listen, good night for Liverpool through to the next round of the cup. We got to see some exciting youngsters. We've got some rest. Pretty much. Man of the match. All the first team.
2: Uh,
0: Ramsey for me. Matt. Ah, uh, but but it for me. Yeah. I... Shout out
1: to Keller because he loves saving a penalty. He but.
2: loves saving a penalty, but um, I couldn't split the two of them, to be honest. I probably would edge it to Ramsey, mm. but only just, I just, there was an awful lot about his game going forward and at the back that I like the look of a lot. Yeah. You know, he, he just looks like we all didn't know what we were quite, quite getting at five million quid. Is he this, that, and he got, Called up to the
1: full
0: Scotland squad for the first time.
1: See why? Yeah,
0: dueling dueling fullbacks for the Scottish team. Both play for uh, Liverpool. That's a nice well, in fairness, little feather. In our Sc- Sc- in.
2: Scotland have got a luxury of fullback at I the minute mean, because you got uh, Tierney as well. So
1: and they got the the, the right back from Everton, the young right back from Everton, yeah. oh, Patterson. Patterson, yeah, Patterson, Patterson yeah. who's played well. So yeah, so it's an area where Scotland. No, I
2: yeah, I I edge it to Ramsey, but I wouldn't up a strong argument against Stefan either. You know, it was I thought both of them were really
1: really good tonight. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Right, on that happy note, um we'll see you guys on we'll see you guys on Friday, would it be us three and Luke and we'll talk about a bit more football and probably some other stuff. But you know, up the reds.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.